the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Sometimes my voice doesn't sound quite right. Let's see if I can't find it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We have a full day, a full show for you. What's on your pee-picking financial minds? Is it still COVID or have you moved on to life after COVID? Are you in earning season mode? It's a good question. Um, Lots going on. U.S. leads the world now with more than 840,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19, 46,000 deaths. There was a lot of talk yesterday, and a lot of talk is about reopening the country. And what does that look like? Um, I'm a little – I'm not going to say the word discouraged, but I'm more so thinking 2020 is relatively lost. 2019 was relatively glorious, and 2021 is going to be somewhere in between, and no chance we get to 2019 again in 2022 unless it really starts to firm up. Why do I say that? Why do I sound negative? I don't want you to think that. I'm just trying to present some facts to you that I'm the way I'm seeing them. One, I think... Um, You're starting to see some pretty crazy, not crazy stuff, because that's not really what I'm trying to say, but like Ryanair. Ryanair is a really cheap, kind of like a Spirit Airlines of Europe. And when you need to go from Germany to, to England, it's an easy, cheap one. They're so cheap that at one point in time they were talking about maybe they'll put harnesses in and do away with seats and we'd all just be strapped in next to each other. And it was brought up like, hey, what if you have to take the middle seat out? He goes... That's stupid. He says entirely ineffective, but he used the word idiotic. That doesn't sound promising to me. Elon Musk yesterday was asked the question about the oil industry and the bailouts that are likely coming from President Trump to a lot of uh, Texas firms. A lot of companies, I don't want to say Texas particularly, but they're obviously a big oil producer and a big Republican state. I guess you could probably say most of the, the states that produce oil are Republican states, right? I don't know if that's 100% true, but it feels that way. But Elon Musk from Tesla, think electric car maker. Think hater of oil. Um, he says that oil industry bailouts would not be the greatest use of money. Allowing oil and gas companies to tap credit facilities created by the CARES Act is not the greatest use of money. Much of the stimulus money is questionable, but this much to oil and gas seems especially so seems like he might have a little bit of a conflict of interest, or is he exactly right? Should we let an industry die and just say, let's promote electric vehicles? 
or let an industry consolidate. Um, I don't know. I don't have that answer for you. All I can tell you is it's a, a moral debate right now. Um, Nike is starting to do a pretty big sale on a lot of their, their shoes, up to 40% off. That tells me a couple things. Profits aren't going to be great. But A, that they have some inventory. B, that there's not a lot of demand. So to move the inventory, they have to stimulate the demand by cutting prices. Now, that doesn't always work. Take a look at oil. There's not a lot of demand out there. There's not going to be a lot of demand out there. You're seeing United Airlines play along with Delta Airlines and saying, you know, by May, we'll fly 90% less flights in the United States than we did one year ago today. So you're starting to get some comparisons, right? Um, the big picture starting to be painted for you. I feel like I'm quoting Mark Cuban too much, but he is one of those celebrities who everyone knows who he is. And I don't tend to dislike what he says. I tend to err more on the same side with him. Um, and the phrase was, it's going to be brutal. There's no way to sugarcoat it, talking about the recovery. And he says, a lot of the small businesses out there, they're going to have to retrofit their offices and sanitize them and set up some sort of safe working zone for people as they come back. And that retrofitting ain't going to be pretty. Now, I happen to work in a few industries that I don't I, I have space. Uh, so that's like, uh, do I agree with him or do I disagree? I agree with him. Let's just use the restaurant as a small business and think about, you know, sitting next to someone at a bar. Let's think about being wedged into people at a concert. Let's think about how do you fix that? When you have a politician suggesting we should do away with the middle row, it is idiotic because it does nothing, nothing, uh, as far as safe distance. In an environment where you're getting recirculated air and you're talking about a foot of difference or two feet of difference between you and someone. So that's out there. Companies are going to have to be agile. I think there's some companies that we know are solid, but I think there's some small businesses, some, a lot of the people that go on vacations. Remember the last time you went to Hawaii and you met a couple on vacation from Ohio? You may never see them again. Not because something horrible like they've been killed has happened. But in large part because they didn't recover. I mean, they owned a mom and pop restaurant, and they're used to serving 200 people on Friday nights, and suddenly they're serving 60 people on Friday nights. So a lot going on out there. <clears throat> Bank of America is out there, not scaring us, but they're saying what they they feel. They say the recent stock bounce is a bear market rally, similar to 2008. They see further downside ahead. And what they see is a bear market rally means we went down to March lows. We rallied up through April. They're implying that we're going to go back to those March lows after we get through the negative oil pricing digestion and the poor earnings reports and just the reality that a lot of companies, like, you can't expect markets to get all-time highs when Delta and American are saying we're going to fly 10% of the flights we were flying. There's too much business activity in a flight. Now, yes, there's going to be a lot of positives that come out of this, where we don't go on as many business flights. 
you know, someone like uh, Chad Burton and New Focus Financial, travel budget has to be down big, right? Um, the event uh, budget down big. So there's going to be ways to offset it for sure. But that's just a colder reality. Again, I'm not being super negative. Later today, I may talk about something happy like Michael Jordan, the first athlete in the world to be a billionaire. He's getting a lot of press right now, and I think some of it we should pay attention to. Netflix introduced a movie yesterday that got pretty good reviews, and there's positives there. It's a kid's movie. It's called The Willoughbys. Um, and I bring that up in large part because Netflix, on some levels, some of these services that we use, um, didn't be very robust, and now they're becoming more robust going to be brutal out there. Let's talk about the markets. Let's talk about where we think things are going. Let's talk about the stories of the day. Let's talk about the economy. And if you have any questions for me, pick up the phone. Give me a call. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. The markets are up. Not a lot. Uh, First-time unemployment claims are in. We'll talk about those and much, much more. Domino's is beating guidance. Makes sense, right? Expedia, raising capital. That makes sense too, right? You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. So this is my kid's favorite band. And I found them last year by listening to Bottle Rock on Sirius XM Satellite. Bottle Rock is one of those concerts where young people get together and they all dance and sweat and wear hippie clothes and have a good time. They make their music with something called Pro Tools. They mix their music with Pro Tools. And like you could hear at one point in the song, the guy goes, here here we go. And that's the guy, the conductor on the New York City Metro or the New York City. um, There we go. Here we go. And it's all done with Pro Tools. So guess what I'm learning right now is Pro Tools. (laughs) Because I have the time. That's all I'll say. 800-516-1220. But that brings up a lot of things. It brings up, obviously, the um, subway in New York. Crowded people. It brings up concerts like Bottle Rock. Crowds of people. Music. Dancing. Putting your hands up in the air like you just don't care. Crowded people. Um, Pro Tools. Um, there's a positive that's coming out of this, right? I'm learning. Uh, one of their songs I was studying, I was breaking it down. I saw the breakdown in Pro Tools. They have an elephant sound. And you're like, why do you have an elephant sound in it? And then you're like, oh, I can't unhear that. Um, but it's a pretty complex program. So I picked that up yesterday. I'm starting to run out of things to pick up, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm way too good at crossword puzzles. Not crossword puzzles, but puzzle puzzles. Puzzle puzzles. A um, lot going on right now. I think one of the positives, and I tend to say when you're buying a stock, come up with five reasons to buy and five reasons to sell. Or maybe five reasons to buy, and they're typically the same five reasons to sell. Um, when I used to look at Target and Walmart, I would say, yeah, they can't really compete with Amazon. Now, in this current environment, I'm like, they're doing a pretty good job. Target said, Cyber Monday-sized online sales boom. Okay, Cyber Monday, let's think about that. It's been a while since we were there, right? 
Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. Then there's the Cyber Friday or the Black Friday, followed by the Small Business Saturday. I guess Sunday's a day of rest. Can't do it all in five days, can we? But Monday's Cyber Monday, and that's a big one. <clears throat> For Target to say people are at their computers buying stuff, and we're delivering. Same-day online services have especially gained popularity. That's a shift. Now, you know who that's really bad for, in my opinion? More bad news for small businesses. Um, as we get more and more of our goods from Target, Amazon, or Walmart delivered, um, if the small business doesn't have that ability to deliver it, who gets the hammer? I'd get a hammer from either Target or Ace Hardware small business. I don't know how much online stuff they do. I probably shouldn't use them as an example because that's not a good example. <clears throat> But you get the idea. Target said in the last few weeks, volume has been up to seven times greater than normal. Wow. So do I think that's investable? I think I found one more reason to think it's investable. Is it investable today? That may be a little too soon. But that's where you come in and you start figuring this stuff out. Domino's Pizza sales up 7%. In one of the most surreal interviews you're ever going to see, if you get a chance to see the Anderson Cooper interview with the mayor of Las Vegas, uh, she wants to open up Las Vegas, and he rubs his eyes numerous times. Like he is so unprofessional, but she doesn't seem to. She's like, "Ah, oh, you, you rascal! You're out to get me." <laughs> I don't know. I find TV interesting because I work in it, sort of. Um, earnings results have been wide ranging. And it gives a lot of industry perspective right now. Um, number of misses, number of beats, but it means nothing. So beating expectations, Eli Lilly, stunning number, big drug company, Domino's Pizza, Lamb Research, Las Vegas Sands. But Las Vegas Sands said, you know, it looks rough. People don't want to come into our casinos that we pump oxygen through. Recycled air. They don't want to sit at our tables. People smoke. They drink. They cough. Smokers cough. Cards get touched and such. But he, you know what Las Vegas Sands said? This is a little confusing. He said, Macau's coming back nicely. And you're saying, Las Vegas? No. No, Macau. Las Vegas Sands owns casinos in Macau, China as well. And they said it's coming back fast. Like, whoa. Union Pacific, Great Quarter, CSX Corporation, good train companies. Now, they're both doing good because we still need stuff, right? There's, there's not going to be a day where we don't need stuff. Although there's a New York Times article that I do not suggest you read if you want to um, have a peaceful day. It's basically saying the number of people in the world are going to who starve. This isn't the great equalizer. A lot of people think this is the great equalizer. This COVID, sit in your house, do nothing kind of thing. They're saying in a New York Times article that countries like uh, Ethiopia – more and more people are going to die because there's just less and less food. And you're like, whoa. And you've now seen three pork factories shut in the United States. That's a lot. We don't exactly have a pork factory on every corner. And the idea of slitting a hog's throat, bleeding it out, cutting it up, um, next to a guy who's coughing <laughs> doesn't do me any good. Why is the guy next to me coughing in my fantasy? Well, because no one wants to, uh, to kill animals and watch them bleed out and send pork chops to the East Coast or West Coast, right? So you smoke. That's my assumption. 
I know you're saying that's a stretch, but we get your point, Rob. Uh, Boston Beer Company, bad ex- bad numbers, even though they've got Truly. Now, Truly is uh, the hard seltzer that's competing with the Claw, White Claw. Um, which be careful; those drinks look a lot like carbonated water with some fruit in them. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't get your kids drunk. Um, Blackstone, bad quarter. Hershey's, bad quarter. Alcoa, Discover Financials, bad quarter. So it's very, very mixed. Um, Target said same store sales up 7% this quarter. But they also acknowledged that even though they're feeling like it's Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday every day, they're saying people aren't buying TVs right now, which have big fat profit margins for us. People are buying loaves of bread, toilet paper, things that are a little bit less profitable. Still takes someone to go grab it, someone to pack it, someone to send it. Um, a lot of that can be automated, as you know, but their labor costs are going up because they have to try to provide for a safe labor environment, right? And thanks for all the people who are deemed essential that probably aren't as essential as you would imagine, like doctors and nurses. But the fruit pickers who are illegal immigrants, 99% of the time it feels like, they're considered essential. What would we do without fresh fruit right now? It's a good question. Initial claims for the week decreased by 810,000, but that is very, very misleading um, to 4.4 million. See, the number the number was higher last time, and it's usually around 300,000. So 4.4 million still tells you this is a record high number of people being unemployed. We'll talk about that because that's obviously a big driver of the market. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I think every child around the age of 10 is playing Fortnite right now or has played Fortnite or knows what Fortnite's about or knows there's friends who play Fortnite and their moms won't let them do it. Fortnite, about a year ago, got some international acclaim when they had a marshmallow concert in the game. And it was confusing because it's a game where you're supposed to run around and pick up guns and shoot each other. That's the essence of it, I think. And it's a social game because sometimes you're playing with buddies. Sometimes you're playing with your best friends. Sometimes you're playing with squads. You meet people and you're like, oh, I just met a a barista from uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Very cool. And I'm learning more about the world and like, what do you do for a living and things like that. But they did a concert with Marshmallow and it got crazy, crazy number of people watching it. Um, They're getting ready to do the same exact thing with Travis Scott. So inside the game, you'll be playing and tonight at, I guess, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern. And I could have that wrong. Um, They're going to go to Travis Scott. I'm like, who's Travis Scott? And I think he's dating a Kardashian or is a baby's daddy to one of the Kardashians, or maybe I'm wrong. That tells you how out of touch I am with music, right? But when Marshmallow went on, you saw millions of people watch a concert around the world. Now, what's going on today? Um, no concerts. So will this be enough to, uh, there's a new song being released 
10.7 million people attended the Marshmallow concert. Will this be bigger or will this be smaller? I don't know. I throw that out there because, again, it's we're kind of going through an experiment in living right now. Apple aims to sell Macs with their own chips starting in 2021. Good. That's one way that they're going to get through this. People are going to buy fewer phones. They're, the cycle's not going to heat back up. They just released a low-end, not a low-end phone, a high-spec, low-cost phone. Um, but there was an analysis out of Morgan Stanley last night, which was pretty fascinating. They said the pollution's coming back in China. Satellites show you that. Buy Apple. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, let's let's extrapolate here just for a second. Let me see if I got this right. Pollution equals factories. Factories equals Apple. Well, in China, it kind of does. Um, you're talking about one of the companies, largest companies in market worth in the world. I own shares of Apple. Um, I legally disclose that. Um, but some analysts are now saying, hey, that cycle of how many phones they're going to sell to Rob and to Zach and to Zeke and to, for some reason, when I said Zach, I'm thinking Zach Efron now. I can't get him out of my head. Is he a good-looking man? Is he not a good-looking man? I don't know. Um, are you going to sell as many high-end as fast? You know, I know some people who get a new phone every year. Apple has that program, remember? <clears throat> Where you can be on an installment plan that basically never ends. If you want the latest and the greatest. They also have <clears throat> a credit card, which is seeing very high delinquencies. Because almost anyone can get it. And it had so many perks tied towards it. But Bear Stearns is like, you know, we're kind of a corporate company. We kind of do big business, but we would kind of be interested in, in helping fund some of the smaller business. So Apple's not taking the credit card risk. Bear Stearns is. But it's showing you that there's some stress right now, up to 20% defaults on late payments. That's a high number. Stocks are slightly higher after jobless claims data. It is a whirlwind of stimulus out there. We have no shortage of that. What we have is a shortage of answers of when do companies do the heavy lifting on their own. Um, and again, it's firming together very slowly. So back to one story I started, China's, you can see pollution. China is probably the number two economy in the world, maybe number one at times, maybe uh, dominant at certain things, not so dominant at others. You, but you have to say they're a big economy, right? So if they're going back to work, they're either going to see a ton of dead people and we'll go, that was a failed experiment. Or they're going to start seeing some of the economic data pick up. You know, come Christmas time, am I going to want a new pair of Apple AirPods? Maybe. Um, am I going to want a new couch? Maybe. I don't think there's an Apple couch right now, but a lot of furniture is made in, in China. A lot of companies in China, or a lot of companies, American companies, are starting to move their factories out of China as fast as they can because of this problem. For the week ending April 18th, 4.42 million Americans have filed for unemployment benefits. Economists were looking for about 4.5. Um, the degrees of separation, I think we all know someone who's been let go now. It's no longer a random thing that we're hearing about on TV. And that's kind of real. Is it a single mother? Who's been let go? You feel a little more compassion, or is it a, you know, fifty-year-old executive, or 
uh, Fox slash Disney that spins way more than they should. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answers for you. But over the past five weeks now, the running total is 26 million Americans have filed for unemployment insurance. Um, it's coming up the first Monday of the month. It's going to be bad news. The first Friday of the month, excuse me. Next Friday. And unless there's a delay in the figures because it happens to fall on the first, um, we're going to see a huge unemployment rate. And the reality of the situation will be very numerical. I think I, you've been listening to me for a while. You heard me tell a story recently about, about Paul Pot and how many people he killed um, in his own country and how it's just mind-blowing. I'm not going to use Hitler as an example because Hitler is like the easy example, right? But Pol Pot and his regime killing millions and millions of their own people, it's tough to wrap your head around it. And when you see these unemployment numbers, it's going to be shocking. Will we hit 15% unemployment? Will we hit all-time unemployment? Will it be as bad as the Great Depression? Um, the Great Recession? Like, what you don't want is a recession to lead to a depression. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself at this point in time. But I think that's worthy of note. Um, next Friday, not this Friday, but the following, it's going to be a little bit of a shock, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Congress, for their part, are putting together plans, maybe not as fast as we want, maybe not with as much compromise as we want, but it seems to be happening, right? Um, so we can build off that markets tends to look at life in relative terms. So the relative number on the unemployment today wasn't as bad as we thought it could have been. So the markets are trading a little bit higher. The labor front's tough. If we have jobs, we have paychecks. If we have paychecks, we support our economy. And right now we're asking the government to government's support our economy, but we got some really odd news yesterday. And this is going to lead to more layoffs. And this may be a little political. Don't get mad at me. But the federal government has basically said, state governments, you're on your own. We know you've had to spend millions to procure your own masks. We know you've had to spend billions to prop up your healthcare systems. <clears throat> We're not all in this together. You're on your own. Start firing people. So now we're going to see states and local governments let go people on top of the hotel, the leisure, the airline, the restaurant industry let go people. We've started seeing the fringe in between of mid-sized companies let go of positions that maybe they can consolidate into one. Or maybe they'll say something like, we don't really need to market in this kind of economy, although my station's running a commercial and this is why you need to market in this type of economy. Or maybe there's a promotions person who does events. And the idea of getting 100 people together anytime soon just seems silly, so let's get rid of that person. It's rippling through the economies. And for the federal government to basically take the stance of, and I, I sense this is targeting, is what I'm getting at, if you could read between the lines, that the states that have Democratic governors or the states that tend to vote Democrat may not see as much money as the states that are Republican. 
uh, by the federal government. That gets a little tricky because obviously those has two houses of Congress. Um, small small business administrations. Remember that that extra um, three hundred plus billion that the first tranche of small business administration loans ran out. Well, guess what? The second one did too. <laughs> so it took about a day this time. So hopefully you have some sort of relationship with a bank or your bank, and they say, we've approved your loan, and it's in process. Um, But they're also starting to come out with more information on who's eligible and who's not eligible. Business has to have 500 or fewer employees, principal place of residences in the United States, business meets uh, employee-based size standards, um, things along those lines. Does the... Paycheck Protection Plan cover sick leave? Yes. Um, do the CARES Act excludes from the definition of payroll cost any employee compensation in excess of an annual salary of 100000 The answer is no. But there's starting to be more stipulations other than if you need it, come get in line. And the money's running out fast. So will there be a third tranche of money given to small businesses? I think there will be. I think there will be. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing and more. New home sales dropped in the month of March. No surprise there. Down 15.4%. If you don't think your home's down in value, I think you're mistaken. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money investing and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Welcome back in, I think, is the right way of saying that. Hopefully you're not turtling. I'm going to get online later doing Facebook Live video. And maybe I'll start making those weekly or daily or something along lines. And it's just a little bit more big picture kind of stuff. I'm here every day. I haven't taken a day off since this all began. I don't expect to, but at some point in time I will. But also, I want to complement what I'm doing here with a kind of a more concise big picture, similar to what briefing.com does. New home sales dropped in the month of March, and you can find me on Facebook under Cron4, Rob Black. Um, and I'll post it to the kdow.biz um, Facebook page as well. It's just not kdow.biz, but it's kdow on Facebook. New home sales decreased 15.4% month over month in March. Woo! That is not a good number. It was the last thing I said before I went to break. If you don't think your home's gone down in value, you're wrong. It's just you haven't put it up for sale yet. Key takeaway from the report is that it wasn't as bad as feared. Although you did see COVID-19 shut down all over the latter half of the month. You're going to see weak activity in housing. New home sales in March by region compared to the prior month, down 41%. In the Northeast, the Midwest down 8%, the South down less than 1%. You say, I'd like to have what they're eating until you learn that in the South they eat grits and you're like, oh, I don't want to have what they're eating. But clearly they're still getting out and shopping for homes. And in the West down 38.5%. Northeast, you can think of New York and Boston. The West, you can think of LA, San Francisco, Seattle. You get the idea. 
our big cities, which do big business, are getting hit pretty hard. Median sales price of a new home increased 3.5% year over year. At the current sales pace, this is always important because we should see this climb. It would take 6.4 months to sell every single house that's out there right now. Last month, that data showed 5.2 months. When you put your house up for sale, you're still paying a mortgage. You're thinking about getting those proceeds and going somewhere else, probably. Um, You're not thinking, boy, this could be on the market for six, seven, eight, nine months. Because at six months, you're firing your real estate agent. At seven months, you're lowering the price. At eight months, you're you're saying anything you want, and the furniture's yours. It becomes more of a buyer's market as we creep above six months. And for years, we were at about two, three months of inventory. Percentage of homes priced at $399,000 or less accounted for 70% of new homes sold versus 67% in February. So in a very slow, in a very small amount of time, people are buying more affordable houses. 3% is a large number when you're looking at, you know, 627,000 units. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, jobless claims, obviously a big story today, but there's other big stories. Um, the recovery, Nike, Nike's lowering their prices pretty aggressively. And some companies don't do a lot of sales. And when they do, you're like, Oh, that's not going to be good. Um, target saying that their online sales are going great. Kind of like a cyber Monday, but very comparative to, you know, the problem is, is it's not TVs and iPods, things that make them big money. It's, you know, fruit, fruit, fruit doesn't have a lot of margin in it. Um, maybe it will one day. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, Michael Jordan has been considered one of the greatest NBA players of all time. He's the richest former professional athlete in the world. He made less than a hundred million dollars playing basketball. But he's a member of the Three Comma Club, worth over $2.1 billion. Um, He's had a lot of legal battles in his life. He's used his wealth in philanthropic purposes, as well as personal enjoyment. He owns huge houses, his own golf course, an NBA team, and multiple restaurants. Big documentary going on about him right here, right now on ESPN and its content. And it's really showing you how much, how starved we are for new content. That's an industry that has also shut down production of new content. Although there's some parts of the United, uh, some parts of the world that are still doing it and they're actually practicing safer measures, which will be interesting. Maybe smaller casts, maybe more one-on-one scenes. How do you get around this? I don't know. Um, I tie in Michael Jordan because a lot of his wealth is tied back to the shoes and the brand air jordans air jordans obviously being nikes right he bought the charlotte hornets in 2010 for 175 million dollars and we've all seen how sports franchises have gone recently the team's worth 1.5 billion now um not too shabby but back to the shoes and the brand 
I've never been enamored by Mark Michael Jordan. He missed more shots than he made. I know you're saying that's not fair. He made more clutch shots than anyone else. That's fair. I think it's a ball hog sport. <laughs> and if you have a killer instinct, it's well rewarded. Um, but talking about games and silliness, you know, for a little bit longer, cause it's kind of a nice break. The people who make Fortnite, they're going to do a big Travis Scott concert tonight in the game, but they've also just raised $15 billion. Um, the Fortnite video game and owner of the house party app has exploded in popularity during the pandemic. The house party app on its own, people are having fun with. And the video games, people are stuck, so they're playing more and more. <clears throat> so at some point in time, will they come public? Yes. They're not really there yet. There's ways of owning them through company, pump, companies that are public. Um, I tend not to say, well, you can go out and own Tencent, which is a, a Chinese company, which owns a significant portion of them. I'm like, nope. I don't feel comfortable telling you that. BMW is pouring big money into esports. You're going to see a lot of million-dollar prizes until we get back to work in esports. Get your fingers ready. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. A lot of great downloadables there on COVID and much, much more.